0: Let's move on, uh, verses 21 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands uh, in everything. And I pointed out in in a sermon not too long ago that God has called husbands to lead and to take responsibility in the family. And, and he, he, he's calling wives to support them in this unique leadership position. Give support to your husband's leadership that God has given him. A husband cannot lead if there's no support. Support role is as vital as the leadership role. And, and, and Paul's saying to, again, Christian families, households, you want a safe haven in your home, wives lovingly support your husband's leadership. And, and that's really the first fill-in here. Oh, Actually, there's one before that. It pleases God when societies and homes are safe. So back up. It pleases God when societies and homes are safe. And now the second fill-in, actually. One part of the formula for a safe haven home is for a wife to willingly support her husband in his leadership role in the family. Again, it's so important that all of us submit to one another and, and wives uh, to husbands as to the Lord Verses 25-33 through Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and they care care for their body, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife, the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and, and the church. However, each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband." So this beautiful picture, the only earthly relationship that mirrors Christ's relationship with us, his church, is that of a a loving husband and and, and loving wife. And, And he calls husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Jesus gave it up all for the church. Sacrificial love, being willing to die for love. He did die. Husbands, be willing to die for your wife to put their needs above your own. Uh, unconditional, not you do this and I'll love you, it's I, I will love you, I'm committed to the end. Um, that's the type of love that God is calling husbands to have. And, and again, if you want safety, if you want a safe haven in your home, not just wives submitting to their husbands' leadership, but it's husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church. And, and that's the, the next fill-in. A second part of the formula for a safe haven home, home, is for a husband to love his wife like Jesus loves his church. Husbands, here, will we ever reach a point where we have exceeded the love that Christ has for his church? Never, right? That means that it's an ongoing thing. I I, I fail every day. I repent of my sins of, of failing to love like Christ loved the church. But that doesn't mean give up. It just means empowered by God in His grace, keep loving, keep showing sacrificial love uh, again, um, to die for love is what creates a safe haven in a marriage we move on, there are children here and we're going we're to address the children next chapter 6 verses 1 through 3 children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right Honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and you, you may enjoy long life on the earth." Children, negotiate with your parents. Children, strike a deal with your parents. Children here, what does it say? Children, obey. Obey your parents in the Lord. This pleases the Lord. By the way, parents here, don't think of your children as little adults. Sometimes we say that, but they're, they're not little adults. They're not adults yet. Children need direction. They do need to be told what to do. And, and sometimes we give children too much freedom, and it's not freedom that, that they're, they're, I shouldn't use that word freedom, but we give them too much license. And, and to a great extent, they, they need to obey and listen and, and learn from, from parents. Because that's the role that that God has given. So children are to obey and honor their parents. Honor means to to place a very high value on. Place a very high value on. You value them because of who they are. And it might be a case where where, uh, two people have taken on the role as adoptive parents. The children are to honor them. Uh, Natural biological parents. Honor them, of all the seven billion people in the world, there are two that are your parents and and, and you place high value on them. And and, and again, with honor comes love and respect and also loving obedience. Now, Paul gives us the reason why and it's basically the fourth commandment. Uh, So children, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. God blesses children through loving parents. That's how it's supposed to work. God creates safe haven in a home when a husband loves his wife and and with the wife lovingly supports her husband and when children honor and, and obey their parents, there's blessings involved tremendous blessings that the God just showers upon a family. It's a little safe haven, thank God for it. And, and again, it, it's, it's a promise so that it may go well with you and you may enjoy long life on the earth. That means the opposite is also true. Children who rebel against authority, children who disobey, there's a negative, negative consequence to that. And, and it results in um, those blessings are withheld because those blessings come through loving obedience and loving honor. So a third part of a safe haven home, the formula is for children to obey and honor their parents. Obey and honor their parents. By the way, are there any exceptions? Would would a wife not submit to her husband? Would children not honor or obey their parents? And the answer is yes. There is one exception. When Peter and John were in jail for preaching the gospel and the authorities, the governing authority says, told them you, show, you will not preach anymore in Jesus' name, what do they say? Did they say, okay, we won't preach because we, we have to obey you? They said, we must obey God rather than men. That's the exception. If a parent tells a child to do something morally wrong, that child just say, I will not obey. Likewise, um, that if a husband does something that compromises and is directing a wife to do something that's wrong, sinful, and the wife does not have to say, well, I must uh, submit to that. That's the one exception. But other than that, um, we are to, again, honor and obey and, and submit to one another. We're gonna finish it out, Ephesians 6 verse 4. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Paul talks to fathers. He's not excluding mothers, but the fathers to be, again, the, the leader and head of the household. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Exasperate, the English word exasperate, is kind of like when you, you've given up, just there's like no hope, it's that type of word. The Greek word that's translated as asperate, It means to lead them alongside anger. It's to unnecessarily frustrate your children so that there's nothing left but anger in them. It means that you're giving them no other options than to rebel against you. You give them no hope but to become angry. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. It means we have the simple capability of doing that. I do too to exasperate is to lead them to a hopeless situation, to lead them to anger. And again, empowered by Christ, we are to not do that. So the next villain is this. Father is exasperating your children, leads them to insecurity, anger, and hopeless places. It completely undoes that safe haven. So so stop, stop doing it. Stop exasperating children. Instead, the positive is, do train and instruct them in the Lord, which builds a safe haven home. Do train and instruct them in the Lord, which builds a safe haven home. That means, dads are here, you are to be in the word, know the Lord, to be able to instruct and to lead your children in the Lord. Grow in your faith. If you haven't, God forgives you. He gives you multiple second chances. Get in the word, figure out what God is saying, and... Use that to lead and instruct your children. Be consistent in love. Be forgiving. God has forgiven you everything you've done wrong in Christ Jesus. Be forgiving as a father. Be encouraging. Uh, My father is not a perfect man, but he's a good dad. He always has been very encouraging, even to this very day. Uh, Be encouraging. Be there, be there as a dad. Now I realize that some of you and some of your loved ones are in broken families where there is no father, Uh, broken families or or, or, uh, marriages that have ended in death, widows, widowers. Please know if that marks you or people you know The Bible says several times, God is the God of the fatherless. God is always on the side of the widow and the widower. He is on your side. And and maybe you have a bad marriage. God is on your side. He is there for you. And we have to remember that. God is many things to us. The Bible says that he is our heavenly father. And we are adopted children of his. And God is consistent in his love. Every day, consistent in His love. He loves you more than the, the higher than the heavens are above the earth. God is forgiving, completely and fully, in Christ Jesus. God is encouraging, no greater encourager than our Heavenly Father. And God is there for you, has been, always will be. My friends, as we end this series, Safe Haven, again, God is your safe haven. Thank God for those pockets of safety that he has given you and, and, and pray, pray for more and, and pray that, that God would continue to go with you uh, into the future and, again, provide that safety and haven for you and your family and your children. To God be the glory. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed the Safe Haven series. If you missed any of the messages in this series, you can always go and either watch or listen online at living-faith.church under the media tab. There you see all of the sermons. You can see other series as well, including a verse-by-verse study of the book of Ruth, and also a verse-by-verse study of 1 Peter called Live New, um, a series called U-Turn, all about repentance, And then our Easter series from from, uh, last spring called He Lives. I want to talk about a couple other things. We are starting Sunday school on November 17th from 1110 to 1140, just a half hour uh, time after our main worship service. And if you have children and would like them enrolled in Sunday school, uh, please, uh, please check us out. Now, we are a small congregation. We have existed here in Melothian since January, so about 10 months. and We worship about 50 people each Sunday, but we are growing. Uh, would love to meet you. We worship in the Melothian Conference Center, number one, Community Circle Drive, Melothian, Texas, 76065. We are just right across the parking lot from the Courtyard Marriott off of Highway 287. Um, the worship time is 10 a.m., and there's just one main parking lot, it's huge, but a main parking lot in the north side of the conference center. Simply park there and come through the, the north doors. You'll see signs that say, uh, Living Faith Lutheran Worship 10 AM. Uh, we worship upstairs in, in one of the conference rooms. You can either take the elevator up or you can take the main stairwell up. You can't miss us. I also wanna invite you to our starting point class. You can take the class online at living-faith.church under the ministry tab. There are seven lessons total. Five of the lessons have been uploaded. The final two lessons will be uploaded soon. You can also take the class in person. If you're interested in taking the class in person, email me. And the email address to use is contactus at living-faith.church. We'd love to meet you in worship. And as always, have a great day.